is up, everyone. <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in to the Ultra Running News Network. Uh, we do have a fun and jam-packed episode today. We're going to be going over some of the notable FKTs, world records, course records from uh, 2023. And uh, once again, I'm Farley, and with me is the, my co-host, Johnny. Hey, Johnny, how's it hello, going? Hello, hello. Doing good, doing good. Uh, I will let everyone know right now, uh, my FKT from my house to uh, the the 7-Eleven down the street, not on the episode. Not on the episode. So. Well, if we would have known that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could have got a could have got an FKT from my house to the 7-Eleven. Would have been would have been chef's kiss. All right. And for those of you not familiar with FKT, that's fastest known time. That's uh, something that's set on a various distance. Uh, you know, it varies from from multi day to to a few hours, and um, it's just basically different segments that people try to do the fastest known time on, and it's all monitored through the fastest known time website, but. All right, so since we have a lot to cover, I think we just are going to go ahead and, and dive right into this. Um, and we are going to start with the women. And and we're going to start with uh, some of the the timed events. I don't know, are you familiar with the timed events, Johnny? Like we're talking six-hour, 12-hour, 24-hour, usually on a flat a flat track or like a one mile loop. <clears throat> Have you ever and, done and, one of those? Uh, so, you know what, that's kind of crazy. Um, I mean, this is my God, this is eons ago. Uh, me and a couple of guys did um, like a, like a, like a MIA, KIA kind of uh, POW Memorial timed event on Ohio State campus. Hmm. And it was just brutal. It was so brutal. It was on like uh uh like 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 the sidewalks, but the sidewalks were like I don't know, like like some hard stone. I don't know, but insanely brutal. Like it was hard. Uh, and, and listen, it's just not, it is. It, you have to be so mentally tough to do what we're getting ready to talk about because just tiny loop after tiny loop after tiny loop uh the mental fortitude that that takes is it's just next level in my mind so but that's that's the closest <clears throat> for me i got have you done any of the six yeah. 24s? so I, I was always kind of curious about doing it and then last last year uh on december 31st was this event called the new year's the New Year's, uh, they had a six hour, a 12 hour, 24 hour and a hundred mile. And it was around Chrissy Field, which is which is down in the Presidio, um, just along the bay. Mm-hmm. And it was a one mile loop, uh, fairly flat. And so Jess and I signed up for the six hour. Nice. And last year. And I thought it would be good training for uh, for Broken Arrow, or I'm sorry, for Black Canyon that you and I did in in February. But so anyway, this six hours of this event was 
maybe the heaviest rain on record that San Francisco has ever seen. <laughs> it was a atmospheric river, right? I mean, it was raining sideways. We were just getting smashed and and it was literally for that six hours of the event. So, but I just crystal blue sky. Yeah, and but the the good thing about this was it was my one chance, right, to do good because everybody else was like, "Screw this!" <laughs> <laughs> so I hey. stuck it out. <laughs> I stuck 100%. it out. 31, 31 laps, which equated to like thirty one point eight miles or something huh? in the six hours. I got. I got fifth overall out of like 52 runners or something. Um, we, we've so. all said it. We've all said it. Ultra running is, is so much mental. Like, like you said, like you, you mentally outlasted everybody else. Everybody else checked out. So That's absolutely right. embrace that. Yeah. And on, on the lap, on the lap, uh, there was this, it was maybe knee deep puddle for, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe like 20, 20 yards. And you had to go through it every every lap. <laughs> I went through that thing, and it was impossible to go around. So I went through that thing like thirty-one times. Um, I I will say, if I ever do another one of these, like another timed, um, I, I in my mind, I the loop has to be greater than one mile. Yeah, like I like I can't imagine coming in and completing a loop, and it's like. 0.83 and like you're like some yeah. of it like you don't even, like and like it'd be so hard to kind of mentally know where you're always at you know what i mean because you're never yeah. it's just i needed to be one mile there's one up in like the quick like we'll get to the to the ladies and all the records there is one up in um vermont that i've i've seen people talk about in the past it, it's pretty dope like if you get the 100 mile distance in the 24 hours you get like a, a hamster with like red eyes for your buckle. Nice. And like, I, I've seen that, I can't remember if it's Vermont or New Hampshire, but like, I'm like, if I ever get sadistic enough to do that, <laughs> that's, yeah. that could be my one. So anyhow, well, anyhow. the cool thing is that you don't really have to carry water or anything like that. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, right. no, no, no crew, no pacers, nothing really needed. Like you just gotta make it one more loop back to where all your stuff is. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Satu Lipinen, and I'm really sorry if I if I mispronounce that name, but she's from Finland, and she's only 27 years old. She's been running since she was 13. Uh, she holds several women's ultra-distance running records for Lithuania and now holds a Lithuanian overall record. That's for, you know, the men and the women uh, in Lithuania, the female record for the 12 hour event. And in May, uh, they had the Coca-Cola Ultra Run in Finland, and she went 95.4 miles in the 12 hour event. And she said, so that set the women's, the women's world record, world record for women. Um, and she won the 12 hour event outright overall. Well, so, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> 95, 95, 95 miles, four miles. Yep. And 12 and hours. The crazy thing was that she broke the record, but the previous record was 
right around 95 miles. So, so she yeah. broke it by, by just maybe a little over a half mile. Um, that's uh that's like one of those things where you'll see like a lot of those like the loop courses they'll give you that little bag to carry on like where it weren't so you drop it and like they'll measure that distance like that's like that is nuts like that is insane yep. 12 95 plus miles in 12 hours yep and and just to to think over the course of 12 hours to only break that record by like a half mile is just yeah that, that's that margin is just so so wild so uh no pretty pretty awesome accomplishment uh start off hot let's start yeah. off strong like she, yeah and she's you know like i said she's only 27 so she's <laughs> she's yeah, a lot of good has, things to come yeah next up is uh miho nakata from japan and saturday december 1st and 2nd so this is less than a month ago yeah. at the IAU 24-hour world championships she set the 24-hour record okay so we had the women's 24-hour record um which was previously uh owned by Camille Heron and I think everybody's familiar with Camille Heron mm -hmm. <clears throat> Camille Heron set the record in 2019 um and then it was just broken by Miho and Miho went 167.996 miles. So pretty much like 168 miles in 24 hours. <laughs> and just to put it into perspective for everybody, that's an eight minute and 34 second pace per mile for, for, uh, 167.996 miles. And, and so, like, this is on a track, right? This is track. Her, I her believe, in the pre, her, hers in the previous yeah. one was surely on track, correct? Golly, I, I think the previous one maybe was on a one-mile uh, track. Actually, no, this, this one with Miho is on a 1.24-mile loop. Oof. So, that but, is. so she broke Camille's record. Yeah. And, and the record that she broke, Camille's record, she only, Miho only broke it by 810 feet. <laughs> That's half a lap on the track. Yeah. So, dude, that is another, that is. another super close one. Imagine that half a, half a lap on a track, 810 feet. Uh, over the course of 24 hours, so it, it is pretty wild. Would like you take a you take a event like that, right? Like a you know 24 hour event, right? You take something that lasts that long, and then you boil it all the way down. <laughs> and yeah. and the difference between record and not a record is 800 feet, right? Like like. That 800 feet she has done, God only knows how many times, right? In that 24 hours. But then here you have this really long race, and then all this glory is packed down today. That is. Yep. That's, it's just a matter uh, of maybe going to the bathroom one time. Right. <laughs> right. right? 
Like, you know what? Now nah, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Yeah. Really like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine like meeting it's, it's so uh, we're uh, talking about talking about, uh, you know, other people, you know, other people make decisions that and you know, results in where you end up, right? Like you had mentioned people who, like didn't want to run that rainy run that you did. Uh, I took third from my age group once many moons ago. And it's only because the guy who was in front of me stopped to chug a beer <laughs> coming into the finish line shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love I, that. I, just have, I have to just kind of like jog by him, you know what I mean? But like kind of the same thing. Like, I mean, like That's maybe great. her pay, maybe, maybe the person at her crew tent was like, so would you like to sit down for a second? She's like, no, I think I'll just keep shuffling. That yep. that got her the extra eight hundred feet. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. Yep. By the way, I used the term shuffling. She's running eight and a half minute miles yeah. for for right. twenty four hours. Like that's. <clears throat> I my yep. knees would fall apart if I ran eight and a half minute miles for a hundred feet right now. Like <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I hear you. It's hard hard to fathom. All right. So next up, we have. Camille Heron, who did set Harris. a record of her own this year, a world record, and that's for the 48 hour. Okay. She ran um, 270 miles, 270 and a half miles in 48 hours. Okay. Now that's the record. That's the record for 48 hour for all of us men and women right so where can you do 48 like i i i think i only know one race that does a 48 hour in in the us right it's the, it's that solstice one in arizona there's Something like there's that. a there's a few there's um i think the 6 days in the dome in minnesota yeah there's that one in arizona um there's yeah, they're scattered about. That's a whole. This is a whole subculture of ultra running, time yeah. event thing. And I yeah. think there's a lot of events that we don't even know about. So, I mean, I was in the ultra world for years before a non-ultra runner was like, "Oh, so have you done that one in New York?" And I'm like, "The one in New York," and it's the one that just does like around that one city block. It's it's a and half it's, mile block. That's the Sri Chamoy. Uh, yeah. 30. 200 mile i think it's it's insane and it's yeah. in new york city uh guess yeah. what new york city doesn't sleep so you're just like constantly shuffling around yeah. people so yeah it's a whole nother subculture but 270 miles 270 and a half i don't want to take anything away from miss heron here yeah that's freaky i love the fact that in in this year we saw the 12 hour the 24 hour and the 48 hour all fall yeah like yeah. super super cool super super cool yep it uh it's definitely an amazing accomplishment um and she had a heck of a year and I'll, we'll get to the other the other awesome thing that she did in, the, in a minute <clears throat> but this 48 hour event was at the Sri Chinmoy so Sri uh -huh. Chinmoy puts on a series of races you know the the one in Queens that half mile block that's um that's just one of them. They, they put on races all over the world, I think. So uh, this was in Bruce, Australia in March. And uh, uh, I guess 
according to the I Run Far article, she had take she took a 40 minute break halfway through and she took several eight to 10 minute breaks along the way. Um, and so, like I said, this is a 48 hour women's world record. And then it's also 48 hour record for the U.S. for women and men. So I, I love a, the fact I, I love the fact that they're like, she took several eight to 10 minute breaks. <laughs> Boss, like clearly they've never watched me do a hundred miler. Uh, <laughs> every aid station is an eight to 10 minute break. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, yeah. Yeah. She took an eight to 10 minute break. Come on. Yeah, Come on. exactly. Still. And the previous record was uh, actually set only a month before this at the Taipei ultra marathon by a UK runner, uh, Joe Zagruski. And yeah. she went 255, 0.668 miles. So, so Camille beat it by like 15 miles. Um, so with her breaks, yeah. Imagine going 48 hours and just your longest break is 40 minutes. Like <laughs> I don't know how that's yeah, not, possible. Not, I would need multiple 40 minute breaks, like like a dozen <laughs> of them. Yeah. Like, I also weirdly feel bad for the person who just broke it only to have that record for like a month or two. You know what I mean? And like I know. I know. Like you're like, all excited and then all of a sudden bam. Like you're on top of the world, man. And all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> no. No. Welcome to number two and forgotten forever, pretty much, you know. Exactly. Crazy. So Camille the next thing done. that that Camille did was I believe in October. Um, she was in the Spartathlon. Are you familiar with the Spartathlon, Johnny? So I don't think that I am. It, I mean, it's like it's just a thing from Spartan like runs, correct? Yeah, like it's it's it, it, well, I, it's 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 it takes place in Greece. Okay, this is oh, this is an oh, old, those. This is an old okay. event. It's it's forty. It's been going on for forty years. Okay, it's a hundred and fifty-three mile race. And I think it has a lot of road, but it does have some trail. Yeah. And it has 10,500 feet of climb for 153 miles, which isn't like super significant, but it the race actually goes from Athens to Sparta. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of modeled after, you know, a long time ago in ancient Greece um, that that one messenger uh, Flippides, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, he, there, the Persians were attacking, were attacking Athens and or the Athenians, and they sent him to run to Sparta to recruit the the Spartans to come down to help him with the war, and he had to, and it was like 153 miles that he had to run to get to get there. Uh, pretty interesting story. We can go into it some yeah. other time. But anyway, so the. That's why the race goes from Athens to Sparta. But I've heard that it's kind of a, a tough race as far as the road parts are like super busy traffic, exhaust, like just crazy. Just sucks, yeah. Almost getting hit, you know, this and that. But so anyways, it's a pretty well-known, prestigious race. And uh, Camille not only won for the female this year, but she set the course record. Um, 
she went 22 hours and 35 minutes and 30 seconds. That's an 852 pace per mile. <clears throat> and uh, the previous women's record was 24 hours and 48 minutes. So she took over two hours off off of that. Where, um, where's Camille from in the U.S. again? Uh, I think she lives in Arizona. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think maybe she's originally from the Midwest. That's something I'd have to look into. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I asked is like, like you said, this race, I mean, only like, you know what I mean? But like this, this uh, 150 some odd mile race and only has 10,000 feet of gain. Like someone like her who has done really well, you know, Western States and stuff like that. You know, you, you get someone like her out on not a ton of climb, hardly any for her in her world. Let her hit some road also mix it in. Like that's like, that is prime her tearing some stuff up. Oh yeah. No, this is, is cool. this is this is huge. And she was third overall finisher. Um and the long-standing men's course record was also broken in the Spartathlon this year by Fotis Zizimopoulos. And I'm guessing that's a Greek a Greek guy. Maybe uh, maybe a home race. Yeah. So so the previous record before that was set by the legend Giannis Kuros. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's he's a legend in the flat the flat uh, track style mm -hmm. uh, races, and he, his record was set in 1984. So it took almost it took 40 minute. years. Yeah. Uh, and he he went 20 hours and 25 minutes, and the new course record holder was uh, 19 hours and 55 minutes. So about a half hour he took off of it. So it's, uh, it was, was a pretty good year for the Spartathlon. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, Camille was born in Norman, Oklahoma. And I'm, not I'm assuming a lot of, a lot of dirt road running there in Oklahoma. I'm sure. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, sure she's had probably. some chances to run some back roads. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to some FKTs now for the women. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Nolan's 14 in Colorado, but yeah, this route covers, basically goes over 14, 14,000 foot peaks yeah. in Colorado. And um, it's... Uh, Around 95 miles with 45,000 feet of climbing. <laughs> so that's pretty hardcore. And to be an official Nolan's finisher, you have to do it in 60 hours. So I like the fact that they're like, well, yeah, yeah, it's all cool that people get FKTs, but let's let's just go ahead and throw a maximum on there also. Like we don't <laughs> want just anyone. Yeah. You know, God forbid yeah. we get some through hikers doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, only nonsense like that. Like, like 60 hours, we already don't count. Like, I love that. All right. So, and I, I think this was actually a thing before before FKTs were, mm -hmm. were a thing. So, that's probably what led to the, <clears throat> to the 60 hour time limit. But, you know, just knowing that it still holds is, uh, is pretty funny. Yeah. But, so Esther Harani, uh, she did a northbound unsupported attempt, and uh, you, and she set the FKT in 57 hours and four minutes. 
took almost 40 minutes off the last unsupported FKT. So this is unsupported. All right. So she doesn't have anybody. You know, she has to carry everything with her. So that's uh, that's pretty tough. Oh, that is and insane. The uh, the men's northbound supported FKT was also set this year by David Hedges in a blazing fast time of 39 hours and six minutes and 40 seconds. So pretty, pretty incredible accomplishment. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. That's Nolan's 14 route there on the FKT yeah. website. Go ahead, and get some, go ahead and get screen grabs for anyone out there who wants to go ahead and knock that out. Let us know how to yeah. do it for you. Yeah. I think it finishes up near Leadville if you're going in the northbound direction. So, so just, All I right. mean, what you, what you do is you just time it out, right? And you do this. It's just a little, you know, a little warm up jaunt before you knock out Leadville. Just, you know. <laughs> right. Run to Leadville to run yeah. to Leadville. Run and yeah. do the Nolan's 14 route on the way there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the next FKT we have is Jenny Hoffman. Uh, she did a transcon, right, running across America. Yeah. And she set the female supported transcon record. Uh, she went from San Francisco to New York City in 47 days and 12 hours and 35 minutes. She beat the previous record by more than seven days. So that's... Uh, pretty stout accomplishment. Um, and she was originally going to set a new FKT route going LA to Boston. But, and when she was going to start in LA, that hurricane, Hurricane Hillary came in and flooded all the streets. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the pedestrian st streets were closed. So she drove up to San Francisco to start and do that, that route that's been done by a few people already. And I think, you know, uh, the guy that holds the current, Transcon uh, male supporter record, and that's Pete Castleneck. Yeah, as I say, every time I think of something like this, every time I think of like this kind of thing, I, I think of him. And, and then like now, you know, like that poor guy, like I really feel bad for. He was in a really bad car accident. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this might be additional news for everybody. He was. In, I, I saw this on uh, on Instagram. He he was talking about it on Instagram. Uh, he was in a car that got rear-ended uh, oh, by some no. uh, by another car. I want to say they were at Hard Rock or Leadville pre-race, or maybe it could have even been post-race. It, it, I mean, it happened that long ago, or just oh. this last. You know, this it happened in 2023. But whenever one of those two races were, I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, he was in a car. But every time I think about something like this. I think about him because he had the key to key. He has his trans, you know, transcontinental. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, I, I, I have I have met him. I've talked to him once or twice. Honestly, like one of the nicest, humblest dudes ever. That's just like, yeah, it's just it's what I do. You know, <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, it's it's just what you you know what I mean. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's every time I think of something like this, that's who I think of. Like he will forever be like that, like that person. When I think about these kind of things, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was not aware that he was in a, a car wreck, and I hope, yeah, hope he's, uh, he's going to be okay. Yeah, hmm. that's 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 unfortunate. Yeah. Um. All right. The next female, uh, 
next female FKT, actually this is a, it's a world record. It's not really an FKT, uh, is Candace Burt. Um, you know, Candace, she puts on those 200 mile races. Uh, she's an ultra runner. <clears throat> so in the fall of 2022, she spontaneously started a project to break the Guinness book of world records for consecutive days of running an ultra marathon distance. The previous record was 22 days. So she made it to 22 days and decided that she would keep going. And she ended up uh, running 200, 200 days straight of ultra marathon distance. So it could have um, kept going. It could have so, kept going. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, one notable accomplishment that she did well, in the middle of this 200 day streak was fly to Hawaii to run hurt 100. <laughs> so she had yeah. to get in that 50 K before hurt 100. Mm -hmm. And then the day after hurt 100 and mm -hmm. include that travel back and forth. So dude, that's a nasty shakeout run. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just to do hurt 100, right? Like, just to do hurt 100 alone is absolutely insane. But then the next day, like, well, time for a little shakeout run of uh, 50k. You know what I mean? Like, like, good God, a so, little 50k shakeout. But yeah, so. just, yeah. pretty wild. Like, and it's right. and, and and being carried, you know, it's a fast 50. I mean, it was like a, it was not a, you know, what I mean, like it was probably yeah. faster than I can run a 50. Like, I can't. No problem. It was faster than I can run a 50K <laughs> flat out. You know what I mean? Like, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Same with me. Same with me. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, we all know Courtney DeWalter, who had maybe the greatest uh, ultra running summer that you could, that a person could ever Insane. have. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the word goat is is thrown around a lot, but yeah, it, when it comes hard. to Courtney, it's hard yeah. to, to argue against her being the, the GOAT. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the greatest yeah. of all time. Um, I mean, she had a career. She had she had a career in a summer. Yes, like, yes. Like, it, it's, it's nuts. Like, what she did in a summer is what people would kill to do in their whole careers. Yeah. At, like, at it, this just, one... At just one of those events, right? So yeah, yeah. She's she started off with Western States 100, where she just obliterated the female record. Uh, she finished without needing a headlamp. Uh, 15 hours, 29 minutes, 36 seconds. Um, just to put that into perspective, that's a faster time than some of the all-time great. Uh, men's finishers have run mm -hmm. at Western yeah. States, including Scott Jurek, Killian Jornet, Dylan, Dylan Bowman, Ian Sharman, and Francois Dehane, Jeff Browning, and Tim Tweetmeyer. So her time was better than all of those. She was six overall. Uh, her previous, the previous record was Ellie Greenwood, and that was set in 2012. So that was kind of a long-standing record at 16 hours and 47 minutes. So she beat it by well over an hour. Um, 
the second place female, Katie Scheid, also beat Ellie's uh, 2012 course record. And Katie finished in 16 hours and 43 minutes, so four minutes under that. Uh, temps were pretty reasonable this year compared to hot years, which was a good thing. Um, uh, because especially because there was some newly exposed sections where there used yeah. to be tree cover because of that mosquito yeah. fire. And then, uh, but it was a high snow year. They had a lot of snow in the high country to, to deal with. So um, it wasn't like moderate temperatures with no snow. So they, mm -hmm. they did have some challenge, but so she just dominated Western states like, like it was no big deal. And then she went on to Hard Rock right probably the the most difficult trail uh 100 miler in the united states just because it's got thirty-three thousand feet of climbing and it's at altitude you know averaging around 10 to eleven thousand feet above sea level yeah multiple thirteen thousand foot peaks you have a fourteen thousand foot peak um so she went in there and it was a heavy snow year and some of the hottest temps that that race has ever seen Right. Uh, Courtney fell behind in the first half of the race, but then she yeah. just completely took over in the second half, finished in 26 hours, 14 minutes and eight seconds. First place female, fourth overall. And not only did she uh, go on to win the women's race, but she also set the hard rock counterclockwise direction course record and the overall uh, female course record that she previously set. <laughs> so, so. Western States win, course record. Hard Rock win, course record. And then, uh, and she also set the overall the overall record for the Western States Hard Rock double. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which was previously set by Bronco Billy Jeff Browning in 2016. So, so she did that, and then she was like, "That's been a pretty good year." Um. Maybe I'll just go run UTMB. Let me let me let me go across the pond. Let me go across the pond and do something something real fast. Yeah, why not? <laughs> UTMB, 106 miles with almost 30, 33,000 feet of climb. Of course, she dominates this one too. Finished 23 hours, 29 minutes. Um, that was not a course record, but she actually has the UTMB women's course record from 2021 so um but she's the only person to, to ever achieve this triple crown you know winning western states hard rock and utmb all in the same season um killian journey is has uh he's won all three of these races but but not in the same season yeah i i just don't see I just don't see the person out there that does that. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't see, like, it's insane. It's insane. The other part about this, and I, and I you know, it's just to, to not hold us up too long on, on Courtney, although we could do an entire episode on Courtney. Yeah. The other thing that's wild about her is every time you watch her on, like, I Run Fars little video clips or, like, anywhere, any, her, her own Instagram post, anywhere, she is always, like, ear to ear smiles. Oh yeah. And like, I remember seeing like, I remember seeing this post on Instagram one time where they're like, it's not all smiles from Courtney. Like, and I, it was like to show like some down types of her. And I was like, 
get out of here. She still looks like a perfectly pleasant person. Like she still's like kind of smiling. She's still upright. Like she's still like like even when like she's down, she still looks like a million bucks. Like she is just an absolute. <laughs> she is she is mm-hmm. no good. Like I, I just like I, I don't like I don't know what you'd have to show me to persuade me that she's not the goat. Like it, yeah. it's it's nuts. And the coolest thing about Courtney is that she's totally down to earth. Uh, yeah. She seems like just such a cool person to hang out with. And she's just out there having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of an old school mentality of ultra running is just having fun and embracing, you know, embracing the the sport and the community. Um, she, ran a, and, she ran a race with her mom. Yeah. She, after, after all, yeah. after all. Yeah, after all Evelina, this. Evelina yeah. Jundridge, she ran that yeah. race with her mom. Like, how cool yeah. is that? Uh, like, like, get out of here. Like, no pressure, mom. You know, no pressure, mom. The, you know, like. Yeah. She was on uh, Ryan Pluckelman's podcast, Adventure Jogger, um, a month or two ago. And it was it was titled, like, The Best Summer Ever or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, and he said it best. Like, she just has that that Midwest modesty, you know, like yeah. she's, she's originally from Minnesota, if I remember correctly, but, um, but yeah, no, she's, she's just a, a great person for our sport. So yeah, uh, really, really cool. I'm glad, glad that uh, she had a really great year. All right. Uh, let's move on to the men's side and we'll start. We'll start with, uh, Alexander Sorkin, and this is a uh, track, or not a track, but you know, this is a one of those flat time timed mm-hmm. event type runners. I mean, this guy—he's from Lithuania. He's forty-two years old. All right. So, as mentioned, um, Alexander Sorkin—he is just an absolute freak of nature on these time braces. Um, he's the current overall. 24-hour record holder with 198 miles in 24 hours. Um, He also holds records in the six-hour event, the 12-hour event, and 100 miles, which he did that 100-miler in 10 hours and 51 minutes. Um, Yeah. What 100-miler was that? um, I'm good. It was one of the the those time type events oh, that, oh, no, that okay. had a hundred mile option. Yeah, um, okay. That's a six minute and thirty one second pace for for a hundred miles. Um, mm. And then in in May, in his hometown of Vilnius, Lithuania, at the world's fastest run event, he broke his own one hundred k record uh, with a time of six hours and five minutes in 35 seconds. That's a five minute and 53 second pace per mile for 62.2 miles. So. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that is, that is, that's gross. That is disgustingly fast. Yep. I mean, I don't know. This guy is just, he's maybe the, yeah, he's probably the best ever at these, at these timed, timed events. So. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna just keep moving through this stuff because we are, uh, we are running a little behind, but next up is Jack Kunzel. This guy is a 
former hockey player and also a former uh, Navy SEAL. And he has turned into a FKT machine. Okay. Hmm. Um, the amount of FKTs this guy has is, is just insane. Like he doesn't really run in ultra races. He just goes around and, and sets FKTs. Um, here's, <laughs> here's the list That's of awesome. his, here's a list of his FKTs. <laughs> so pretty stout. Um, and just in 2023, he did the presidential traverse, which is in the white mountains in New Hampshire. Uh, he did a unsupported 18 miler with 8,500 feet of climb uh, in three hours and 31 minutes and 54 seconds. That's 1146 per mile. And you know, those trails are technical. Oh, oh dude. Uh, yeah. Up in the, up in the right? Northeast. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, Yep. It is not the uh, it is not the buffed out trails no. uh, you are used to it's, out there in the West. It's yeah, not, like uh, like, yeah, that's not yeah. the Marin Headlands. It's, <laughs> it's not Marin. It is not Marin. Oh, no. And then he so he also set uh, FKT on Mount Rainier round trip with skis, uh, Mount Shasta round trip from Bunny Flat on skis, and. The most notable was uh, on June 5th, he did the supported FKT at Mount Denali in Alaska. That's the highest peak in North America. Mm -hmm. uh, the route goes from base camp at 7,200 feet above sea level and to the peak of Mount Denali, 20,310 feet above sea level. So there's 14,482 feet of climbing. That's according to Strava Post. And that's a 33-mile round trip. Uh, hiking... So he did it hiking and skiing, um, and then uh, it was in 10 hours and 14 minutes and 57 seconds. <laughs> uh, the previous FKT was Carl Egloff, a mountaineer, and he did it in 11 hours and 44 minutes, so like an hour and a half off of that. Yeah. Before that was Killian uh, Jornet right, yeah. in, 20, in 2014, uh, 11 hours and 48 minutes. He had a bad weather day. <laughs> So if, if anytime you anytime you get above Killian on an FKT, you know you're doing something right, especially on a mountain, right? Like if you can one up him, yeah, like that's yeah. that's a pretty so, solid day's work. That's the other thing. So he that's not the whole first FKT he's taken from Killian. He also right. took he also took in 2022. He took the Bob Graham round. This is something that's in England's Lake District. And, you know, over there, they call their mountains uh, fells. And it starts and ends at in Keswick, England, at Moot Hall. And this is, uh, this route goes 66 miles, and it's a loop. It starts and ends at that Moot Hall in that little downtown Keswick area. There's 42 summits, so you go over 42 fells, and there's 27,000 feet of gain. Okay, 66 miles, 27,000 feet of gain, 42 summits. And you have to complete it in 24 hours to be an official Bob Graham round finisher, right? You have to use pacers <clears throat> to verify each summit. That's mandatory. And so Killian had the record for a while at 12 hours and 52 minutes, right? <laughs> it just seems like... Jeez not even humanly possible right yeah. in 2022 in the fall of 2022 this jack guy goes over there 
does this thing in 12 hours and 23 minutes. Um, it's just insane. Uh, the Bob Graham round looks really cool. I recommend uh, just Googling it, watching some YouTube videos on the Bob Graham round. Uh, Jeff Peltier, this uh, Canadian ultra runner mm -hmm. from Vancouver, he has a really great video on, on the Bob Graham round. So highly recommend checking that out. I didn't even know. I didn't. I, I don't fully. Admit, I didn't realize they had like that kind of elevation over there either. Like, I, I like that's twenty-seven thousand feet of gain on sixty-six miles. Is, yep. I mean, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Like, you're that's, that's getting some work in. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of um, and it's a lot of climbs, right? Forty, yeah, forty. Was it forty-four peaks? So yeah. <clears throat> uh, next up. We have the Long Trail in Vermont, and the FKT was set by none other than John Kelly. Uh, John Kelly, you know, uh, two-time Barkley finisher, and uh, just an absolute beast of an ultra runner. And uh, he's he's set some other FKTs like the Panine Way in England which is 263 mile route. Um, but he did set the long trail in Vermont. So this is a trail that runs from uh, all the way in the south of Vermont, all the way to the north of Vermont. And it's the oldest long distance trail in the U.S. actually. It's around mm -hmm. 270 miles and around 70,000 feet of climb. Extremely technical, as we just talked about with New England, rocks, mud, all that roots yeah <clears throat> root lots of roots and john did it in four days four hours and 25 minutes uh and 50 seconds he beat the previous fkt by a little more than seven hours uh and in his run he encountered a lot of rain some massive amounts of mud and very intense heat so wasn't the best of conditions but pretty nice accomplishment for john what what time of year did he do that in uh he, he so it had to been it had to been like july august right he did that in july july 3rd he finished up you know or he started or finished july 3rd i think he finished so i yeah. mean anytime anytime i think of like the east coast right especially up through new england the other thing that immediately jumps into my mind on that kind of stuff is like the the size of the mosquitoes like that dude probably <laughs> lost he probably lost like five pints of blood just getting eaten <laughs> by mosquitoes and that fkt like that's just like uh, that's a whole other weird part of like that kind of stuff that just blows my mind that's a great that's a really great point it's <laughs> just um, so annoying it'd be so annoying just constantly getting bit chewed on and uh, it could be ticked uh, could be ticks too you know yeah yeah uh, what we got next who we got all oh, right yeah. yeah so this this next one is is really crazy okay and this is not an ultra distance but i thought it was worth a mention so remy bonet a mountain runner from switzerland uh, he did an amazing feat at the Pikes Peak Ascent race this year. Um, this there was a 30 year old record on this one. It starts in 
the town of Manitou Springs, Colorado. It goes up the bar trail, 7,800 foot climb with mostly an 11% grade to the summit of Pikes Peak, which is 14,115 feet above sea level. And this is all in 13.3 miles. So imagine a half marathon with 7,800 feet of climb. <laughs> it would suck so bad. Like it's a half marathon. It's a half marathon. It's like that's like a that's like a full morning's work. Like just yeah. for a half marathon. You're like, son of a bitch. Like so stupid. Oh man. Yeah. So basically, Matt Carpenter held this record for 30 years. Uh and Matt Carpenter's an old school running, ultra running legend. Um in 1993, he set the record at two hours and one minute. Okay. Um, a lot of people said it would never be beat, especially this year. There was a lot of snow in the higher elevation. But this guy, Remy, he totally proved everybody wrong. He set the new record with a time of two hours and 20 seconds. So less than a minute, he got the record. But still, imagine that. Hours. I Why? can't even run a two-hour half marathon on a flat road. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, right. Like I, I, I legitimately think like I, I, I that's making my head hurt. Like that's like, I, I mean, the only way that math works for me is that he took an hour and a half to get to the top, and just like bombed the downhill in like thirty minutes. Right, just like lean oh. and just like. No, it's not going downhill. It's it's all uphill. It's just an oh, ascent. It's, it's, a, it's a point to point. It's not an yep. out and back. That's right. They do well. They do have they do have the Pikes Peak Marathon, which is an up and down. That's okay. This is this is this just dude, called the Pikes Peak Ascent. So it just goes straight up, seventy eight hundred feet and thirteen point three. No, 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 so. <laughs> no. Yeah. That. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to keep moving here. Um, next up. Next up, we have Harvey Lewis. Okay. So he's really good at these backyard events. He's a great ultra runner, period. Period. But, but he just set the, the backyard ultra record. Which, And for those of you who don't know what a backyard ultra is, it's basically a four point one six seven 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 mile loop uh known as a yard and it's a last man standing type event so you go you have an hour to do each yard and you have to be on the starting line at the start of the next yard right so every hour on the hour you have to be on the starting line you have to complete that lap so this year at big's backyard ultra in october six runners went past 100 yards or more uh, which is unheard of. And a previous record was 102 yards by Phil Gore from Australia, set in June of this year. And I don't know how this is possible, but Harvey Lewis went 108 yards. Okay, that's 108 hours and 450 miles. So my question is, like, how do you get any sleep, right? You can't be complete, completing these loops in you know what maybe like 45 50 minutes after you're like totally 
gone? So, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, uh, I, I, I actually watched like the last, like fairly significant amount of this race. And like, I remember they were showing a ton of the video of, of the Dutch guy, I think, or Belgium, the, the guy who was in it with him up until the end, they were showing a fair amount of him. And then they just like, they, they start showing more and more Harvey. And like it showed Harvey go in like for a lay down, and and his crew pulled like his like the shower curtain like closed on him, and he was in there like the dude didn't bother to sit down. His crew guy didn't bother to sit down. Kind of watched the watch, watched the watch, and then opened it back up, and Harvey comes out, and we're like, it was insane. He was in there for ninety seconds, and when he came out, he looked like a whole other human being coming. Out. I'm like. How does that happen? Like it was like it was insane. Know. It was like it was a ninety second cat nap at most, and he came out and looked like a million bucks. Like that was it was the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Uh, also, a shout out well, Cincinnati, Cincinnati dude. That's, a, that's right. He is nasty, an Ohio guy. Nasty natty right there. So representing. Uh, what, it blows my mind, right? Like like uh, like absolute legend right down there in uh, yep. oh, the old natty. Cincinnati. So. Yeah, so the the assist was uh, Ehor very varies. That might have been the yeah, other guy. Yes, yes, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, anyways, just insane. Like not even Freaks. human. Um, yeah. Good job, good job, Harvey, representing Ohio. Uh, all right. Next up, we have a new. World record in the 50-mile distance. Okay. This is Charlie Lawrence. He set the 50-mile record in at the Tunnel Hill Race in Illinois. That's a rail trail. Uh, previous 50-mile record was set by Jim Walmsley in 2019. Uh, Walmsley, uh, I think, was was it uh, four hours and 50 50 minutes, I believe. Yeah. So Charlie went four hours and 48 minutes, 21 seconds. So he beat Walmsley by almost two minutes. Uh, he did not have the aid of a pacer. Jim had some pacers when he did his 50 mile record. Uh, also, Tunnel Hill has a slight uphill for five to six miles in the second half of the race. I mean, granted, it's very, very slight, very gradual, but nonetheless, there, <laughs> there have, is. Have you ever been out? Have you ever been out there? I haven't, but I um, yeah. think one one of these years I want to, uh, you know, one of my goals is to try to go sub twenty four and hundred miler, and I think mm -hmm. Tunnel Hill might be the place to do it. Yeah, Tunnel Hill would be a good one. Obviously, uh, uh, the unicorns. Back oh, on Yeti. Uh, yeah, Yeti. Uh, there's yeah. a Yeti. There's a Yeti up in Washington that's supposed to go through yeah. a train train tunnel that'd be a good one yeah uh, i heard about that yeah yeah but it's kind of funny i have the same weird like little little dream little goal of one time doing it uh and like i will 100 need a course like this like god knows i'm not going to like mow or or anywhere yeah. like that and knocking it out i i need i'll need a course like this where like perfect weather perfect day everything falls yeah. into place but that'd be really cool yeah and and uh yeah that would be the place to do it uh and this charlie guy with 
eight miles to go. He had to stop and stretch after that that slight uphill five or six miles. So. <laughs> oh, I love it. Still held on to the record. Um, uh, another record that was set, a course record that was set at Tunnel Hill 100 was by Taggart Van Etten. He's a, a speedy marathoner out of uh, Illinois. He set the, the course record at Hennepin 100 with a time of 12 hours and 45 minutes, 59 seconds. Uh, this guy set the previous treadmill 100-mile record a few years back, I think in 2021, that he he started calling his shots. Uh, he's pretty confident about setting world records in the 100-mile distance, also the 24-hour, uh, but he did come up short in a few of those attempts. But it looks like he might be on a comeback now, um, so we'll see what the future holds for him. Uh, it seems like a lot of marathoners have started nudging their way into the into the ultra running world in the last few years. I mean, like I mean yeah, that's, I, he can call his shots all he wants on Hennepin and Tunnel Hill. I mean, run, call well, your shot at hurt, call, call, you he, know, run, run hurt and call yeah. your shot, right? Like, like, yeah, like, I think he was uh, more calling it on like the timed events where, where yeah. you can, where you can monitor your really? pace, you know, like where you're confident that your pace is going to hold at a certain level. But yeah, that's there's a lot more variables than people think when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, the next up is uh, Havelina or yeah, Havelina Jundred, uh, course record set there by Jonathan Ree. Uh, Ray, he went uh, 12 hours 43 minutes at Havelina. I mean. That's crazy fast for Havelina. It's in the desert. It's not very technical, I don't think. It's fairly flat, but it has, does have around 8,000 feet of climbing. So 12 hours and 43 minutes is nothing to, to shake your head at. Mm -hmm. um, the women's 100K course record was also went down at Havelina this year by Anna uh, Kakias, uh, and she's from uh, San Francisco. So nice. next up, we have – oh. Another person who had a, had a pretty great uh, moment this year, Jim Walmsley, mm -hmm. first American male to ever win UTMB. Uh, he actually he actually went uh, to live in France in in uh, last last spring, I believe, to just specifically train for UTMB. Yeah. He fell short. Killian went beast mode, broke the record last year. Uh, this is after Killian laid down a course record for Hard Rock less than two months prior. Uh, but this was Jim's year. And Jim, I guess he was not feeling good around mile 79. And American Zach Miller was in first place. Uh, Jim got some calories, a good rest. Everything changed in the final three climbs. He passed Zach, went on to become the first American male to finish UTMB, which is good to see. And, uh, he did it in a course record of 19 hours and 37 minutes and 43 seconds. So 19 hour, like sub 20 on a, on a UTMB, 33, yeah. 33,000 feet of climbing and 106 miles. is just, again, stuff. Yeah. Human. yeah. Uh, he broke. And listen, you love to see it. You love to see, you know, why yeah. see an American finally break that too, you know, finally like break that seal and finally get that first win ever over there, you know, like it, it's been a long, like that, that has been a, that's, that's been a unicorn out there for a really long time that, that Jim was able to finally lasso. Yeah. 
No, it's it's good to see. It's good to see because <clears throat> it was starting to think that was never going to happen. But uh, yeah, awesome. And then Zach Miller got second. Zach mm-hmm. is just he's one of these hard hard charging kind of kind of ultra runners. Uh, he had a lot of success. And then he got injured and he was out of the scene for a couple of years. And uh, last year he started making his comeback. And this year, I think he's, it's safe to say he, he is officially back. He also went sub 20, uh, 19 hours and 58 minutes, 58 seconds. So good to see, good to see Zach back in action. Um, all right. And then the last, the last thing we're going to touch on is a new, Pacific Crest Trail, uh, KT. <clears throat> so the Pacific Crest Trail is uh, 2,650 miles long from Mexico to Canada. It, it goes through the Mojave Desert. Um, there's lots of elevation change. It goes through the Sierra Mountains. It goes through mountains in Oregon, Washington. Uh, you know, very very nice trail but a very um a very rugged very rugged uh trip to do the whole thing right yeah so yeah some of the some of the variables this year were were record snowfall in the high country in the sierras mm-hmm. uh therefore this person carl Thob, he had to start in july because of that snowfall. So that means he had to go through the Mojave Desert in July with 100, I'm sure it was 110 to 120 degree temperatures. I watched that, I watched that video you sent to me. And I want to say it was like, it was like 108, it was like 108 degrees. Uh, And like, and because of that, they're like, hey, for the first couple, they slept in a day and ran at night until he got out of the Mojave. Like it, like, just to kind of like Jamie was talking about, like the PCT is, is an interesting trail in the fact that you get a little bit of everything. Like it is a widely diverse trail, like desert, how high Alpine, super technical up in Washington. Like it is, it is a next level insane course. Like it is absolutely bonkers. So. Yeah. Um, and so any yeah so he so he slept at night you're right that yeah. or he he ran at night and slept during yeah. the day yeah good good call on that one and then once he got to the sierra he was really really concerned that he because uh, all the snow melt there was going to be some raging rivers didn't know if he was going to be able to get through the rivers um but he was able to traverse that stuff with without too much issue. Uh, and then uh, there was some some pretty crazy moments where, you know, his crew, uh, the road for crew access was, was closed in Washington at one point. That guy had to take a ferry. One of yeah. his crew members had to take a ferry over to this town that you couldn't drive to. And then with a, a very full heavy pack, hike 20 miles, Mm-hmm. in the reverse direction on the trail to meet up with, with Carl. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. And then there was a trail uh, closure that, that Carl had to detour. Um, how far, how far was that? 100, detour, 100 miles. 
It's a hundred mile, mile detour. So Carl Saab ended up averaging 58 miles a day and he finished in 46 days, 12 hours and 50 minutes, knocking five days and four hours off Tim Olson's previous record from uh, 2021. And Carl had held the the PCT, yeah. FKT in I think 2016, but then Tim Tim Olson took it from him in 2021. But but he did get it back, and that is a great uh, YouTube documentary that, that yeah. I think we both highly recommend checking yeah. out. It's called uh, it's called Pacing the Pacific. Yeah, I, I mean, and like, I, I think the big thing that, like, just like, I think the big thing to really recognize is five hours faster on on the overall trail, right? Five hours faster on the FKT with an additional hundred mile detour, and like the hundred mile detour that he did, like the PCT is super buffed out, like it's super well maintained wide trail like it's 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 single track but it's like really big wide clean single track but when he got up into washington and had to do that belly that 100 mile loop like he was talking yeah. about it was like super grown over like his legs were cut up from going through the thistles and like like the briars like it's all and he's like there's a couple times where he's like he couldn't even tell he's hardly on trail it was that overgrown for 100 miles of that and so for him to be able to do a hundred mile additional and still shave five days off from it, it's just like, and the other thing that's kind of cool about the PCT FKT is the fact that you can do the California like segment, and then the Oregon segment, and then the Washington segment. And like I caught this, like when he was coming up to the bridge of the gods, uh, like the border between Oregon and Washington, when he's coming up to that, he only made it by like, I think minutes. Like he barely made Oregon. He barely made the Oregon uh, goal. And they're like, oh well, yeah, but he also slept for eight hours yeah. that morning. You're like, right, what right. in the f are you going? Anyway, and this uh, the dude's a dentist. Like, let's not sleep on that. Like, like this dude's a dentist in Belgium. That's right. Like, like he's a badass. Like he's absolutely like. There's a like. There's a ton of really cool. I don't know how many how many FKTs, how many new records do we talk about on today's episode? I mean, a lot, yeah, a dozen, a dozen plus. Oh yeah, and like, and like, it's a tough one. Like, it's a tough in my mind. Like, two really, really just jump out and like, like smack me in the face of like wildly impressive, and that and that's Courtney and and Carl, like just absolutely yeah. insane uh and so yeah, yeah the, the, these uh, there's my two that i just thought were like in a, in a year that i don't i don't know in previous years that we had this many fkts or records being set i don't know if we've ever had a year that had as many as 2023 did uh fall not uh, not uh, not notable not notable stuff like to this. the size uh, yeah like it's, it's, it's just insane like every day and like uh, and so just to go take everyone back uh, to what our goal for this whole uh, YouTube channel or podcast, where we're getting, it's just to kind of like bring all of this to you. Cause Jamie's great about finding it. I, I love talking to Jamie because he's going to bring it to me. So like, we just want you to be able to know all the crazy shit that's going down in the, in the ultra world or a running world. So uh, very cool stuff happened in 2023. <laughs> 
Yep. Yep. Excellent. And uh, so that's that's all. That's all the the records and FKTs and everything that we were wanted to cover today. We went a little bit over, but I think it was worth it. Um, yeah. And in one of the future episodes, we're going to go over this uh, ultra on ultra sign up. Uh, they're they're keeping trail running weird uh, awards. So, and if you go onto Ultra Signups website and just Google uh, "keep trail running weird," there is still time to go in and vote. Uh, there's all kinds of fun categories, uh, and uh, it's it's just kind of a fun thing. So we'll maybe go go over some of the some of the uh, contestants and uh, some of the awards on the next one. Since yeah, this time of year, this time of year trail the ultra ultra scene is is pretty slow, um, so there's not too much news to report on. But we want to keep the episodes fun cover something like this i think the voting when does the voting stop january 5th january 5th is the voting stop so if you want to like uh i definitely encourage you to check it out scroll through some of the some of the different some of the words are absolutely great uh i'll be honest i again that's why i love having jamie around i didn't know this existed i i, I honestly thought the only thing ultra sign up was there for was to introduce me to misery uh I, I thought it was just my portal to hell uh, of where I signed up for the next thing to torture me. I did not realize they had something this fun on there. Uh, so super cool. If you want to go out there and check out some of the different people who's been nominated for different things. Uh, if you know anybody, give them a little shout out, vote for them or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, I definitely look forward to seeing who wins what and kind of going over these in future episodes. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for today. Did you have anything else, Johnny? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, hope everyone, you know, enjoys the episodes. Uh, give it a listen. Subscribe. Share it out. Uh, give us shout outs on on uh, on different social medias. Uh, if you're listening from somewhere afar, let us know where you're from. Uh, kind of let us know well, what you might want to hear us talk about or what news you're interested in. And uh, we'll do our best to let everyone else know about what you're finding interesting in your neck of the woods. Yeah, and if uh, and if we missed any any notable uh, FKTs or or records that that we didn't talk about, please put that in the comments, um, and uh, we can we can uh, talk about that. So, cool. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and, and take us out. So we'll see see everybody on the next one. All right, have a great one.